every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Welcome back, everybody, to the Morning Dinner Podcast. <laughs> the reason Chuck's laughing is because this is their second attempt to film this episode. This is the second time he's done this, guys. We've started recording an episode. We get really good into the rhythm and flow of it. And then he goes, Kim, you're going to hate me. I forgot to hit record on the, on the laptop. So here we go. Take two. Let's uh, do this. We're going to do something. We're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to talk about topics. And one topic that came up over the last week between Chuck and I is we've been talking about PAing, which is like, you know, production assisting. Mm-hmm. And your experience, what's it, what, 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 what has been your responsibilities, Chuck, as a PA, whether it's an office PA or a field PA? What are your responsibilities? I say to make it simple, you're doing a lot of the grunt work of anybody in the production. So from just the office, what, what, what would the... Like the management inside the office, uh, other PAs who are a little bit higher than you. Uh, anybody can basically tell you go do something. And yeah. You kind of have to go, do it. Go get coffee for people. Go, go get food. Go, go get paper so we can print things out. Like sometimes they'll be like, oh, printers ran out of ink. Go get it. Like, dude, that job that we have for... So Chuck and I both have done a PA job for a movie called Last Vegas with Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. And we were office, technically office PAs hired for that job. And our responsibilities were pretty much like take care of anything within the office, whether it's like organizing files, taking photos of like... Or remember we were like doing the, the little badges for people, I think? Yeah. I, I was on there for yeah, a little I bit. Yeah, ma- I was like making sure all the accounting was correct. So anything they purchased for just the office side and the... um. Yeah. Stylist, like I had to make sure all the accounting was correct. I had to make a couple runs to Home Depot one time, not Same. Home Depot, Office Depot. I had to buy chairs, uh, little tables, things like that. Kind of pretty much because a lot, a lot of these productions that come into town that are on that multi-million dollar level, they don't have their own offices set up, so they're renting a space, and then any equipment that they need is short term. Like it's like if they need a chair, need a table, they need a printer. Those are things that they buy for the moment for the use of like a couple of months, and then they're done. They don't keep them. They sell them or they you Give know them away, donate right? them or something. Yeah, yeah. So PAs who are so left. that's pretty much our responsibility as far as an office PA goes. Uh, you know, you don't really do anything too important until you start kind of becoming on set as a field PA. In my experience, I could be wrong, but a field PA is you're actually like on set and you're actually helping out with things, whether it's either traffic control. So like, you know, they'll have cables running everywhere on the ground. So your job is to kind of like cover the either gaff down the cables or uh, put mats that the cables can run through so people don't trip over them. And you got to make sure people aren't tripping over it. You have to literally stand on top of this little mount thing where the cables are running through and go, hi there, please watch your step. Hi there, please watch your step. And it's like... Like it's like an hour to two hours of just boringness and you just have to stand there and you have to look like you're doing things yeah because like the one thing as a pa and i learned this from a lot of other pas this is why i stopped doing it but you literally always have to be doing something but realistically this helped me a lot in just life like i always am looking like i'm doing something just so it seems like i'm not doing something doing mm. nothing yeah yeah because yeah. like i feel like that happens at a lot of jobs because all it takes is your owner or your boss to look at you that your one time. Owner. <laughs> your owner? Your master. Uh, is, is basically, like, if you're not doing something, most likely they're going to be like, he's never doing anything. Even yeah. though you probably do a lot. Yeah. But it, it did put that into my head. I'm always doing something at my jobs. Yep. I'm always making, even if it's something simple, like organizing something or cleaning something up. Have you ever had a bad experience as a PA? Oh, my God. Yeah. You want to talk about any of them? Uh, the the country music channel one was like the worst <laughs> because it was like um, 
I don't know what to call it, but it was like the person just above a PA who got like uh, promoted, and he's a he's a pretty flamboyant dude, and he was like, uh, but he was super assholey. So I, I I thought it was cool. Yeah. But then when like it started getting later into the shoot, he was getting more stressed and more aggressive, and I'm cool getting yelled at and talk shit to if I fuck up. Mm, like you know, you know I mean? if you know that was your mistake, yeah, and you did something wrong, and. The one thing a lot of people were telling me, like, hey, people are going to get mad. People are going to say things. Don't take it to heart. But I was still young and I was still a little anger man. You know what I mean? And he I remember he sent me out to go get some food and it was a lot of food. And it was was like, like a complicated order. Yeah. And the thing is, you have to get this food to the office or wherever they're eating. Ooh, oh, what was that? <clears throat> you have to get them to the office or wherever immediately because if that group or that people who are working on set if they don't eat they get overtime like instantly Mm. so he was like get this get this because i had to get vegan stuff and all this stuff and he was like so i went to the restaurant i started ordering the food and he was like blowing up my phone like where are you i was like bro like i had to walk here first off because you he can't made you walk to a restaurant well, you can't you can't even drive there because it would okay. make no sense mm-hmm. so i walked there and i talked to the guys like oh have you been ordering everything like are you guys cooking the stuff and they're like yeah well you see how busy it is it was yeah. super busy restaurant so he was like hour to an hour and a half mm-hmm. and then the guy the guy's calling he's like you need to be back here in 15 minutes and i'm like wait what like already what rushing you, you yeah and i'm like and he's he's calling me like are you fucking stupid i told Damn. you 15 he minutes talked to you like that yeah and he's like i would just put the car food uh, you guys keep the food i'm walking home yeah well <laughs> I, I was just like i was like okay what do i do like i called him he wouldn't answer he was just texting me like he wouldn't call like take a call from me yeah so he just kept calling me stuff and then i called him he's like what are you doing and i was like you should have saved those texts and i was so calm i was so calm i was just like um they can't do anything yeah. and i put on i put on speaker so the the guy at the front could hear it and yeah. he was just shaking his head because he was like he was like i need the, the the stuff in 10 minutes now and the guy's like well sir it's only gonna be like 30 minutes still we can probably get it out in 30 minutes but it's gonna be undercooked just yelling and screaming yeah and then yeah but the thing about people like that though bro like he probably was the one that messed up the guy who sent you out yeah exactly because he should know how long it takes to prepare food and if he did, wasn't prepared to send you out earlier in time then that's his mess up and, and I, I hate when people make a mistake themselves and then project the anger to somebody what, else that's what happens as a pa and i see i didn't know that because i was like my first one so yeah. and me being young you know you have that like that kid attitude like fuck you you can't talk to me like that you know yeah. but right now like that stuff really doesn't bother me too much anymore because i'm just well, like over oh, the yeah. years you've kind of built like a thick skin right yeah it's just like okay this fool is just this is just how it's gonna be like yeah. i don't like it you know but like it's kind of like okay he's he's gonna be like this it seems like if you guys are listening and don't know what thick skin means it means your ability to take shit and not act out of your own personality. <laughs> I was gonna say something <laughs> dirty, but I'm gonna stop. Cool. <laughs> so, so what happened? The, the guy just yeah, he just screamed at me, did everything, and then like I was like, what? I, I don't know what to do. And so then you got uh, back to the set. Thirty. One minutes of the later. one of the production guys was smart, you know, like the main guy who hired me basically, and he ordered pizzas, <laughs> and he's like, Chuck, just come back. He's like, I'm, I just got pizzas. He's like, this is too crazy. Yeah. 
And then he basically talked to the guy like, hey, you can't be talking to my PAs like that. Yeah. Like, I get it. You Damn. you were promoted and stuff. That's crazy. And man. then when I seen him, he was like, oh, thank you, Chuck. Like, he literally was like, thank you so much for getting the stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, like, I hate when people are one way via text and then another way bro. in person, bro. Like, he just talks so much crap to you. And but screaming then it's like, at oh, me on thank the you phone. for being a valuable part of this team. me a fucking idiot. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, bro, this ain't my fault. Like, yeah. I'm literally just here to pick up food. Yeah. Like, Well, if you're a PA, you're like... I would say like the bottom line of things. You're oh, like dude, the lowest of the totem pole. It's going to happen. People are going to put their mistakes on you. It's just, it's going to happen. So anybody who's getting in the PA world, just, I know like from the major dudes who were like killing it and like the homies who are traveling the world with this shit, just make sure you, you know, like Keem said, have thick skin. Don't take everything personal. A lot of these dudes are in high stress situations. So they're lashing out on you just yeah. from... That's probably how they learn from the past, but also just it's so much so they don't know how to control themselves. So they'll probably see red. Well, so one thing that I learned is like if somebody's yelling at you, there's somebody probably yelling at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's somebody, somebody much higher with a more authority. I hate that, man. I can't stand it. I one thing I learned as a PA, bro, is I don't want to be a PA. <laughs> I don't want to be a PA. <laughs> now, PAs, PAs are a great uh, way for you to get experience and kind of like beyond said and 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 just learn from you know actually doing it or watching other people doing it and like for example they always say like if you want to learn to be like somebody just watch how they do things right yep don't just listen to their advice like look at how they handle things out in the field but one one thing that i learned was uh <laughs> i was on a pa got a pa got hmm. PA <laughs> i was on a pa job one time and i was my responsibilities for that day was basically just hold reflectors uh, move lights from one place to another uh, make sure that you know the talent was always lit it was kind of like a lighting grip slash like gaffer kind of role Sorry. but it, w- it was technically just a grunt work and it was like move equipment from one location to another but that's make sure it looked the director always that, has his lenses my bad um it's just you learn a lot though oh with yeah those, with those jobs like i can't even lie the pa jobs as well i did learn a lot but the thing about paing if you're going to be a pa then you, you got to be ready. Like, that's the literally all you're going to be doing. But if you want to start moving into the realm of, like, gaffers and all that, you could do that by speaking to them. Yeah. And helping them. Yeah. And then that's how, like, I know people Show get them you in. do a good job, man. Like, what I would say is watch YouTube videos on, like, what does a PA do? Like, what, what, what does a gaffer do? What does a grip, you know, a lighting tech do? Like, those things, if you want to go really niche with it. Like, one thing I want to get into is I want to get more into lighting and I want to get more into grip work. So, I'm definitely going to, like, start researching, like, okay, what are responsibilities that I... What are things or tools that I should have on set? So, that way, if, I ever, if I'm ever needed, they know I'm that guy to go to. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was, was going to ask, um, what does grip mean when they say grip? Do you know? You grip a tripod, bro, and you move it from one <laughs> to another. I don't you know. know. I, I grip, grip. Gaffer, gaffer. E- e- is even still weird to me because, like, when I hear like gaffer, I think like gaff tape. But yeah. it's somebody who knows. It's usually the one who sets up the lighting. For I think specific. grip, grip and gaffing. I think might be the same thing. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, don't quote We're, us on a lot of stuff. Because we don't do PA work a whole lot. Mm-mm. Um, and 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 the thing is, when we do it, we wear a lot of hats. So you might be needed to gaff something down, but then you might also be needed to camera up, or you might also be needed to do crowd control. Yeah, we're not union PAs where I think they're like those guys get paid like fifty bucks an hour. They get paid good though. They get paid really well sometimes though. Yeah, because I I think like yeah, I know I was getting paid like one hundred seventy five a day or whatever. Yeah, 
and then it can go up to like 250 i think yeah well even like people but you're looking at what 12 to 15 hour days because after 15 hours i think it's overtime double time get double pay that's fuck that's a lot of time though yeah that's like 15 Dude, hour I know, days i know a lot of guys who work in like in, in concert stuff like the guys who yeah. actually work like uh what do you call them just i guess sound technicians when, or when we have who, Al, when alberto comes back to vegas i think which is soon. We should definitely have him on because he's, oh, he's got a lot dude. of experience. Yeah, dude, he's done uh, the Paul McCartney tour and everything. I was like, I'd love to hear like yeah. some of the stories. That'd be dope. Back to my story, though. Oh, yeah. What up, Keem? <laughs> so well, one thing I learned was pretty much uh, do your responsibilities. Uh, like Chuck said, always look busy. So you're always doing something and make yourself available. Just because somebody didn't say, hey, Keem, come over here and yeah, do this. Exactly. Ask, yo, what can I do for you? Like those kinds of things make you stand out for sure. Uh, but one thing that I learned and I'll never do again is because I'm a photographer first. Like I have done photography jobs. Uh, you know, I, I've done photography for the last couple of years. I consider myself a photographer, videographer, creative. So on one of the gigs, uh, there was an actual like on the call sheet. He was the photographer. The guy won't say the name or nothing or what company, <laughs> but he was the photographer. And in between shots, there was a lot of like moving things and 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 there was a lot of chill time. So what I ended up doing was I was giving the camera and I noticed that there was like really, really good lighting at the time because we we're like shooting at the casinos and the sun was going through two casinos. So the sun was hitting right between those two casinos and you could get perfect hair light on the Your subject. photographer instinct. So came my up. photographer instinct kicked in. <laughs> the camera's in my hand. I swap it on. I, I mean, I turn it on and I start shooting. And I must have taken like maybe three or four shots before the photographer noticed I was taking photos. And then it just takes from my hand. And I found out afterwards that that's not cool. Because when you're working as a PA and you have multiple dozens of people on a call sheet and you have agencies and people from those companies that you're working for looking at everything, they go, wait, why is the PA taking photos? Um, you know, it may not seem like a big deal in the back of your head, but it really is. Yeah, like it confuses them. It confuses them as to like, okay, so what is this guy doing? You know what I mean? And like, they don't know me as the photographer. I know I, I do photography, but they don't know my work. I'm a PA. Because it can also look like, oh, wait, well, you're just letting this guy do whatever. Like, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like control your people. Yeah. So basically just stay in line on what you do respectively. Like, yeah. Kim wasn't trying to do anything. No, no. He's a sweet guy. And it was overall, <laughs> it was an overall dope day. Like the shots we got were great. Yeah. Everybody was happy. But that was just one note that I did get from the production team. It's like, hey, we noticed you did this. Uh, you know, let's try not to do that again. And, you know, I didn't feel like I was yelled at, but it, I definitely like it made me think like, oh, crap, that's something I never really thought about. And it's a learning experience. Like I learned from it and I, it won't happen again. You know what I mean? So. And the best way anybody like listening and really taking this in is just do I say for sure do PA gigs because not only does it can you learn so much from it, make money from it, but you can also like uh what was I gonna say? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Damn, he just had a brain fart. Uh, bloop, bloop, bloop. Wait, wait, what, what, what? Uh, so you can? I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't even listening to you. You can learn a lot as a PA. You can get thick skin as a PA. And you can get paid as a PA. And pay. Uh, well, beep, beep, beep. God damn it. Well. You can definitely learn a lot, and I, the, the thing I like about it is mm-hmm. the work ethic you grow from. You can yeah. grow into because yeah. it, it makes you work hard, and yeah. it makes you think a little bit differently. 
So last question: How how can someone become a PA or start getting Craigslist? Craigslist, like that's how we found our our stuff. Actually, yeah. To be honest, I don't know. I don't use it that much anymore. It was Craigslist back in the day. But once you get in, you talk to the other PAs and you get their numbers. And then what what they do is start networking. Yeah, they'll they'll text you, be like, hey, they need more PAs. You down? That's why you have to do a very good job because mm-hmm. there is other PAs who do take their job serious. Yeah. But if you show that you're a good PA, they're going to hit you up for more stuff. Yep. And even if it's f- kind of cheap or free, I say still do it because you can build connects. And if yep. you want to be in this industry or if you want to be in the film industry, just... Then you know what keep. it takes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he said... <laughs> uh, I have a different piece of advice is if you want to be a PA most likely your chances are you're a creative in some way because you you have done video you've done photo it's not something that a random kid wakes up and says oh I want to be a PA if you're a PA it's because you see other people PAing if you follow PAs on Instagram or you follow somebody who's always on set doing behind the scenes photos or something hit them up and maybe ask them how can I join you in your network or you know when can I come in and maybe maybe it's a director that you follow and they're always doing shoots ask them like hey you know I'd love to come and do free photos like on set like just kind of like behind the scenes photos or behind the scenes video whenever you offer somebody something without you expecting anything else in return you're more likely to get that you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like kind of the whole Gary V uh, mentality give give them something without asking a return and eventually you will receive I think that's how it goes. That's that jab, jab, left hook. I hope you're saying shit right. I hope so too, man. I could be wrong. But anyways, that has been hopefully helpful in some way. Uh, We kind of went over time here. And I'd say like if anybody has like anything else to correct us on or give a little bit more like like information on maybe how to do things. Yeah. If you're a PA and you've been PAing for years, drop a comment down below and let us know. Subscribe. Like. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, like us on Facebook Tweet us and Actually we're pretty active on Twitter too So a little retweet every now and then wouldn't hurt We post every day on Twitter guys Come on. But yeah without said ado do we'll Catch you guys in the next whatever this is Every time I come in the kitchen You in the kitchen In the goddamn refrigerator I sure am hungry